This is the Grow Your Clinic podcast from Clinic Mastery. We help progressive health professionals to lead inspired teams, transform client experiences, and build clinics for good. Now, it's time to grow your clinic. Welcome to the Grow Your Clinic podcast. My name is Ben Lynch. Today, I'm joined by Jack O'Brien. Jack, good to have you with us. Thanks, Benny. Good to be here, folks. Thanks for tuning in. If you're tuning in, you can also capture the details and all the show notes over at clinicmastery.com forward slash podcast. That is where all the links to the stuff that we talk about are held. Jack, today we're talking about degree six out of the seven degrees, which is brand. The whole idea here is to attract ideal people. That does include team, clients, partners in your network as well. It's about attracting those people to you by building a remarkable brand. In particular, we're going to be talking about publishing, going from unknown to known. Mm. Tell us what makes up publishing and being establishing yourself as a known voice within your industry and community. It's funny, just as you're talking, something came to mind that uh, probably doesn't fit the the language. But you say from known to, or from from unknown to, essentially unavoidable, right? Especially when we talk about publishing, uh, we want to be all places, everywhere, at all times, and so really, that's the intention of brand, or you know, we often talk about attraction or, or marketing, that we would be prolific publishers. Uh, there's lots of P's today, folks. Get ready. <laughs> but the three things that make up publishing, Ben, are personas, presence, and profile. Profile. A mm. couple of key elements there that we need to focus on in order to publish. Let's tackle the first one, which is personas. Yes. Tell us a little bit more about that. Oh, really? And, you know, we're, we're trying to give folks a peek behind the curtain or behind the cover if you will, of the, the Grow Your Clinic book coming into uh, into your hot little hands all over the country and the globe around the end of 2021. And so in the book, we unpack this idea of publish to personas. And so the, the key insight here, Ben, is around clinic owners knowing their audience. So specifically, when we're talking about attracting new clients, it's knowing the personas of the people that you want to help. And that might have multiple, there might be multiple personas that you love to help. Perhaps each team member on your team has a ideal client avatar. And avatar is an interchangeable word here, folks. So when we're talking about publishing, we want to know who we're publishing to, know who that ideal audience is, know who the personas are that we're speaking to are. So that's how it relates to new clients, Benny. I think it's an important distinction for, in particular, the pediatric clinics that are in the community as well, because I often get the question, well, the patient, the client that I'm working with is the child, but then there's the parents. So should I do the parents or should I do the child? To that, Jack, how do you respond? As always, there's many ways to be right. But what we do know is that who who are we trying to speak to? Who is our brand trying to resonate with? In that example that you've shared there, I would posit that the audience is the parents. 
or the caregivers or the guardians. They're the ones that are making the decision. The intention here is to get in front of the decision makers when it comes to clients, but also when it comes to referrers or specifically team. So you mentioned pediatric clinics, psychs, speeches, OTs, EPs. Typically, their challenge is not more new clients, right? Typically, it's the, the more musculoskeletal professions that are that are needing a flow of new clients. The pediatric or speech psycho T clinics are looking to attract, they're still looking to attract ideal people, Ben, but they're looking to attract team members. And so the premise still stands. What are the personas that you are targeting? Uh, what demographics, sociographics, psychographics, how can you profile the personas that you're looking to publish towards? I think the extension of that as well, Jack, is the internal publishing of pathways, care pathways that we have in terms of constructing the communication streams, also the systems, the milestones that people have. So in that case as well for the pediatric clinics, I think it's a worthwhile exercise still to know the child that you would be working with, their challenges, frustrations, fears, concerns, et cetera so that you can design more personalized care pathways for them as well. But as you pointed out, Jack, a lot of the marketing side of things mm-hmm. is going to be focused perhaps on that parent, caregiver, or, or guardian. Sure. And so w- once you clear then, like really, really clear on the persona, and I find myself constantly going back and refining. There's always new insights from the intake forms or the new client forms, the reviews that you do or the CPD that you can always go back and refine what you've documented about your personas. But once you've got that level of detail, then it's important to think about what is the presence that you have in front of them. One of the distinctions that you've made, Jack, around duplication and distribution we're going to come to in just a moment. One of the things that I often share with clinic owners is to think about where those personas are in their greatest concentration, Mm -hmm. where they're perhaps in a state of being ready, willing, and able to enroll or engage in your services, meaning perhaps they've got funding now that's available or a certain type of funding that's become available, or it's a certain milestone or part in their journey where they're now ready to engage with you. But that helps you perhaps show up in the right place at the right time. Mm -hmm. Jack, what's the extension of that for you in terms of the two Ds? Yeah, exactly. Like being present is so key. Being present where your personas are, where they spend their time and attention, where they spend their money, or where they spend their trust, their social capital. Oh, I like that. Where they spend their trust. Mm. Where they build their trust. Right, like referrers, potential referrers. So what we want to do then is we want to have a presence where our personas are. And so how do we do that? We need to develop content. We This is three Ds, Benny. We need to develop content. We then need to duplicate that content, and then we need to distribute it. For those who are watching along on the YouTubes, I can see Benny's got his pen out, his Sharpie. I imagine he's scribbling down post-it notes as we polish this down. And you know, folks, the book, the book, the book 
isn't yet fully published. And so what we want to do here is show you the work in progress of how we're developing some of these stories and concepts. I feel like Kanye West and Donda. Uh, <laughs> 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 or, or Guy Sebastian, but that's a whole nother, another take. Oh, right, we're not right. gonna put for, those, for those who are completely unaware of that, both artists here really just sharing and documenting the process of refining their albums here. Perhaps we're refining our books. I definitely don't put myself in the category <laughs> of, of those two great uh, artists. But nonetheless, the, Look, the system they, is somewhat similar. Right. They're, they're very present. So, so showing up. So we want to develop content that's meaningful for the personas. We want to duplicate that content. And what we mean by that is replicate it in multiple forms. So you might be creating a what we call a hero piece of content, a rich 10-minute video or perhaps a podcast or written a big rich article. We then want to duplicate that into multiple forms, short form, long form, video, audio, graphics, all the different options. We want to duplicate across forms and then we want to distribute across platforms. So, of course, those platforms of distribution are typically your social medias, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Snapchat, Pinterest, TikTok, email. But it could also be things like snail mail or out via your referral partners. How can we distribute the content that we've developed and duplicated being? That's how we become present. That's how we become omnipresent. You know, there's a cliche in marketing world that you want to be, you want to have communicated to your personas recently and frequently. And so showing up and being present is key to recency and frequency, Ben. I like that. And to really layer onto it, that third element, which is profile, Mm -hmm. tell us a little bit more about how that further distinguishes knowing your persona, showing up with that content and making you distinct. Yeah, distinct is exactly the word. So you don't want to just add to the noise on a physio, right? And so in the physio world, there's, you know, top three stretches for back pain, right? That's not going to profile your brand in a distinguished way. So profile really is about how you are articulating your brand. It's how you're showing up. It's what's unique about your clinic. It's how you help people. It's not just who you help, but how you help them. It's, you know, what some might call your unique value proposition. So what sets you apart? How can you become known, liked, and trusted as a profile because of your publishing? Great distinction. The distinction of the profile. Right. Um, <laughs> distinction is the distinction. You know, in the book, some of the, the stories, examples, anecdotes will really highlight clinics that have nailed defining their personas or have nailed the art of presence, developing, duplicating, and distributing content, or have nailed brand. They're, they become ubiquitous in their local area or in their profession or in their niche. You know, you can think of some of those brands that have incredible profiles outside of health. Yeah, it might be the the virgins in the travel space or Apple in the tech space or Atlassian in the Australian startup space. How can we as health clinics craft a profile that stands out so that we can attract ideal people, both patients and team members? One of the assets that we use for that, Jack, 
in defining your profile is called behind your brand. Can you tell us a little bit more about what that is as an asset? Yeah, it's an incredible resource and asset that we make available for our Business Academy members and Elevate members. And so it's a systematic process that clinic owners can go through to articulate who they are, what their brand is, what they stand for. So we're really looking to codify the profile of your clinic or distill or bottle the magic that makes up your practice we're really looking to distill and bottle that magic. And so behind your brand enables you to encapsulate, codify and document what it is that your brand stands for, what it is that your clinic is profiled as, not just so that you've got something that gathers virtual dust in the Google Drive, but so that you've got a resource to be able to amplify your impact, to to help more people, to reach more partners, to attract more ideal team members, to leverage with agencies. That behind your brand asset really distills your clinic profile down. Love it, Jack. Three very key areas, knowing your personas, the people that you want to speak to, your audience and community by gathering great insights. Number two is having a presence where they are in their greatest concentration and then having a profile that is distinct, that has a unique voice, a unique position on things. That is how you go about publishing as one element of brand to go from relatively unknown to being well-known and understood and getting your positioning right within the marketplace, your industry and your local community. Jack, great insights. I know you are the marketing guy on our team and the guru with all the things. So thank you for sharing some of your insights here. This gives us a bit of a zoom out perspective, but I think that's really important because it is easy to get lost in some of the details if you don't have a way, a framework to actually view brand through. So that is what we are sharing here. And that's what we are sharing in the book. Each of the seven degrees has been further codified and we use various visual models to break it down for you so that it's easy to remember and easy to use. Jack, thank you so much for your contributions. You're welcome. It's been a pleasure. I need to get myself a virtual coffee. You do well, maybe luckily, a real luckily, maybe a real coffee. Luckily, for those who are watching on YouTube, we are in a virtual cafe. How cool! I love it. It's great. <laughs> Show me that I need a haircut. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> folks, thanks so much for tuning into this episode of the Grow Your Clinic podcast. You can head over to clinicmastery.com forward slash podcast for all the show notes. We look forward to seeing you on another episode very soon. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in to the Grow Your Clinic podcast. To find out more about past episodes or how we can help you, head to www.clinicmastery.com forward slash podcast. And please remember to rate and review us on your podcast player of choice. See you on the next episode.